This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Alright, what is up everyone? Happy early Sunday morning and welcome to Bounty Hunt, a Utini Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me on again this very early Sunday morning is a full cast character starting with Dr. Corey Helton. Hey hello, man. Hello. Good. Yep, yep, yep. Hello. Hello. Yep. Hi. Oh, How well, are you? I'm, that I'm is, uh Ha! <laughs> I'm coming off a night shift, so I'm still a little sleep deprived and whatnot, you know. So, well, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, also, we have the man who's responsible for this ungodly hour, Wes Jenkins. Hey, bud. Good morning, all. I'm glad everybody <laughs> could, you know, join us quite um, in the hourly of the of the day. Yep. Yep. So, good. A totally um, normal phrase. But I, I had some things to do, so you know. Hey. <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you here, man. And uh, Dr. Charles Hankel abandoned us uh, this week and to spend some family time. I guess we're not family enough for him. That's okay. But, of course, we have our friend from the Cosmic Force podcast, our very own Jacob. Is it, it's Bausch, right? I always well, say that wrong. So, so no. Well, okay, my Twitter handle is... your last name? My, my last name is Bosch, but my Twitter Bosch. handle is, is Bausch because I yeah, like Yeah, because of the bounty. Yeah. Okay. Jacob's here. Hey, buddy. Hello, how's it going? So How Bausch, that's what I heard. Bausch is correct. All right, let's go with that. Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, well, everyone, once we have that out of the way, uh, welcome to Bounty Hunt. This is the show where we are going to tackle show episodes of The Bad Batch. Today we're talking about Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 11, Devil's Deal. Uh, full spoiler warning right now, we're going to be talking about what happens in the episode. We're going to discuss our thoughts about it, uh, how it relates to the show as a whole, all kind of good stuff like that. So if you have not watched the episode, take this chance to pause, go and watch it, unless you want to be fully spoiled. Uh, you've been warned. I feel good about that. I feel good about that. I don't feel any guilt anymore. So... Good. Good, right? It's a good way to live. All right, on this week's episode of The Bad Batch, we open up on Ryloth as Admiral Rampart and Senator Frita, hashtag the worst, uh, enlist the help of Cham and Eleni Sindula in convincing the citizens of Ryloth to accept the Empire's occupation. Meanwhile, a young Harris Sindula and her trusty droid chopper spy on the Imperial refinery the Empire is building on the orders of Gobi Glee, a freedom fighter uh, that used to work with the Sindulas. Hera and Chopper are discovered, and despite her promising her parents that she won't spy again, Hera immediately takes off with Gobi on a supply run to Ryloth's moon, because he promises she'll be able to fly. Unfortunately, Crosshair plans to track her on the ship as they fly away. Once Hera and Gobi are on the moon, uh, they meet up with the Bad Batch, who are transporting weapons for Sid. While Gobi and the Batch discuss the weapons, Hera is given a tour of their ship by Omega, and the two strike up a little friendship. After the deal is done, the Twi'leks head back to Ryloth and they're immediately shot down and arrested for treason. Cham and Eleni hear about their daughter's fate and then immediately attack the convoy transporting the prisoners. While they are initially successful in rescuing their daughter, Crosshair secretly snipes Senator Ta as the Imperial reinforcements show up. Hera escapes and Admiral Rampart arrests the Sindulas for the attempted assassination of the Senator. 
All right, boys. So as we always do, let's go around and give a basic one to ten, maybe a couple initial thoughts. Uh, Jacob, as our guest this week, you go first. One to ten. Yeah, I'm actually going to go pretty high. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, I know Great. it didn't have as much Bad Batch as some people were looking for, but like, I mean, think back to the Clone Wars. Not every episode is about Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. You got to get a little bit of variation there. And I don't know. I love these characters. So yeah, I give it a nine. Very solid. Wesley? I give it an 8.5. Um, solid. Yeah, I, I really like seeing uh, the story of the Syndulas, like about how she mm-hmm. started you know, started with the rebels and um well we don't know that for sure so mm-hmm. we, still, we still have some gaps to fill in there but yeah i i, I was excited to see um the syndulas because when they first moved over and said hey, what do you think syndula i was like damn hair is old in this but that was- <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah i really enjoyed it <laughs> awesome uh cory how about you dude i will also give this an 8.5 um you know we, we're going to talk a little bit about uh kind of are are thinking about like was was this a bit of a filler episode was it mm-hmm. like a little bit forced uh forced cameo stuff we can talk about some of those types of things but i think overall like just straight up as a tv production i enjoyed the episode for sure mm-hmm. um and uh you know i think i'll give it an 8.5 for sure solid uh i will end up saying uh i'll go like 9.3 i i i really like this episode and like y'all are saying I obviously love Hera, um, as you hear me and Charlie talk about on the Ghost Crew show a lot. Uh, massive love for the Syndulas. I love that they were brought in organically. But also, I agree, Corey, I think this was just a really well-made episode of television. I think just story structure, visuals, like everything we love about the Bad Batch, I think it brought in spades. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's jump right into it, actually. We're going to – let's start off with the Syndulas because obviously the big spoilers on Twitter, which, by the way – Y'all, including the official Star Wars and Bad Batch Twitter accounts, y'all need to chill on maybe posting visuals the day the episode drops, like before West Coast is awake. Yeah, (laughs) the the official Twitter account posted like a little teaser clip at like 11 a.m. Central. So like West Coasters, some of them were awake, some of them hadn't watched it yet, like chill out. But but I I know the episode episode is like about the Sindulas and stuff, but like that was not necessary to show that that was no. in the clip. I mean, they no. should have done, they should have done us Christmas screenshots of like bad batch. I mean, maybe they yeah, on want, the moon. Show them on the moon. May, maybe they're yeah. like trying to get people from like rebels and stuff to watch it, I yeah. guess, but, but like, wait till Monday, you know, that's, that's yeah. the international spoiler thing. You know, you can right. wait. I know it's goofy. Uh, I don't know. Weird. But, uh, but about, but obviously the Sindulas were the main kind of focus of the chat online. So I'm just gonna ask you guys, just kind of overall, how was it seeing the Sindulas again? Um, I mean, specifically Hera and Chopper, honestly, but uh, the whole family. How was it seeing them in this show? I well, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Like, I mean, let's let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Okay, okay. let's yes. talk about the elephant in the room, which is that. A little bit of the feedback that we have gotten both internally and Slack in and in our Discord and kind of just the the internet Star Wars community. General discourse? Yes. Has been that like like it maybe, you know, I think it was Charles that said that maybe it makes the universe feel kind of small, right? When they mm-hmm. just like they do these episodes that have characters that we know and love. And then like it it felt like Bad Batch was just an afterthought in this episode. Like they wanted to tell 
you know, the, the Cindula story. And then they're like, oh shit, we have to add, <laughs> we have to add in Bad Batch. That's what, that's what this TV show is. Right. So like, yeah. and it felt, you know, I can, I can get behind that a little bit of like, like, you know, it does seem like everybody just assumes that it's Dave Filoni's doing, but like, it does seem like story productions that Filoni is on tend to go a certain way. I mean, he has characters and stuff that he likes mm -hmm. and the sure. teams that he work with, they have characters that they like. And, you know, you're almost, it's almost becoming too predictable. I think maybe that like these characters mm -hmm. are going to show up. If Filoni's on a project, it's going to have somebody from rebels in it. Like, it's just not really mm -hmm. an option. And maybe the, maybe the argument against that is like, well, these are main characters. And so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It felt, it did feel somewhat out of place. This episode does to me. We, yeah. 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 We also don't know like where this is going. Right. Mm -hmm. We, mm -hmm. we've, we've seen on last episode, that they saw little inklings of rebellion, of mm -hmm. not going along with the Empire. So maybe this is, yes, it's a it's a side story, I guess, from the Bad Batch story as a whole, mm -hmm. but maybe they this is gonna be, this is it, circle back around to these different factions all becoming a rebel cell. Um, I mean, I feel like it has to be a setup for a, like a two-parter episode where the Bad Batch come mm -hmm. in and save them next episode anyways. Sure, yeah. sure. But... Yeah, I mean the uh, yeah. the t there's been some leaked titles I think for all the rest of the episodes except the finale, and I only looked at the next one, and it is like Rescue on Ryloth or something. Like it is a part right. two, um, and and I think with with Hera specifically, it's interesting, right? Because when we met Hera in Rebels, it's like oh, we had already met Champs and Dula in Clone Wars, <laughs> like that was a character that was established, <clears throat> and. Then the main one of the main characters in the rebels that joined the rebellion was the daughter of a revolutionary, which also made sense because she was born in a rebellion and then she decides to help out a rebellion. <laughs> I get it. <clears throat> and then I think Bad Badge works specifically because Cham was such a prominent rebel leader in the Clone Wars to tell a story of one of the leaders like doing that thing that we've been talking about, which is getting used to the Empire, right? We wanted to see how the Clone Wars leaders like deal with the Empire and the Empire slowly takes over and stuff. What better character to show that than the uber-revolutionary <laughs> Cham Syndulla yeah. for a second, like, giving into the Empire? And then timeline-wise, of course, Hera would be around because she was a child. And then having Cham's kind of reckoning with the Empire be them trying to chase off his daughter and then frame him for assassination, I think really held a lot more weight than if it would have been like a random planet. So yeah. while I agree, I get the, the smaller, like the galaxy is a little smaller here. Like sure. Also like Ray and Finn got taken by Han Solo in the middle of space and force awakens. Like that's yeah. the most, like I think Star Wars is kind of full of astronomically unlikely things, mm -hmm. but also it's a galactic story. And realistically, no one yeah. would ever meet anyone ever. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they could have maybe framed the episode a little better because it definitely sure. felt it definitely felt like we were telling the story from the perspective of the Sindulas and like, yeah. and then right in the middle of the episode, Bad Batch just like shows up and like, oh yeah, here's two very small boxes of weapons. Here you go. Like, <laughs> like it's like. I don't know. It, it definitely felt to me like, oh shit, we have to put Bad Batch in the episode, and yeah. like, like I, I don't know why we didn't start the episode with Bad Batch and like, oh hey, there's this mission, they got to get weapons, and I, I don't know, I don't know. It just felt felt a little feel a little bit out, out of place to me, a little bit, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it, fine. It's but good. Wasn't it fun 
to see Hera talking yes. to Chopper the oh, way yeah. she talks to Chopper yes. and Rebels. I mean, yes. that's so oh, cool. Yeah. The episode, I think in general, like the story they told was fantastic. And I loved getting like the animation style of all these yeah. Rebels characters. It was great. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's not, let's go to that part of it now. So that so that's the elephant in the room. We if that's your thought, that's why we, we talk about kind of how we get around it mentally. But now let's talk about the actual episode. Yeah. So seeing Hera and Chopper, seeing the Y wing um, mm. that Chopper crashed in, right? Like, how did you guys like seeing? Let's talk animation specifically, Corey. That's a great point. Mm. Seeing Hera and Chopper in Clone Wars animation. I well, love Bad it. Batch animation. I loved it. It's really yeah. cool. They look good. I mean, <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, it's not Chopper didn't really look any different. <laughs> he looked completely but, different, unrecognizable. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Hera. I mean, the one thing that I did notice throughout this entire episode, I've never noticed in my entire life watching Star Wars, is the difference between female Twi'leks and male oh, Twi'leks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ears yeah. for the men, wife, and then my the wife pointed that out. <laughs> cone-shaped hearing organs yep. on the females. Well, yep. then, and then yeah, like the five a, heads that the males have. <laughs> it was like a, it was a big deal with the uh, with the Mando because there was uh was it Shan what's her, the the um purple sure. Twi'lek has uh human ears but presents as a, a female so and has was, the five head right yeah that's weird but, that's right okay. that's <laughs> is that yeah. a thing like okay how does that can we talk about that for a second <laughs> I, need, I need somebody else somebody fill me in on twilight anatomy here is this like a fact that females yeah. have the pointy females ears the, the ear cones yeah yes, they have, so here's yeah. my ala sakura funko right, and if you look right she's yep. got ear cones hold up, hold up. yep so we go to the side yep look at that ear cone look at that ear cone that's, that's authentic <laughs> bounty hunt ear cone action for you there and it, and it seems in this episode they all the females always had some kind of like headwear or headdress yeah. over over their ears that's a, had i, I feel like that was the prop that ala's the actress wore to like have the ear cones she must have like mm -hmm. you know worn it like a headband essentially um but yeah ear cones though very cool so there you go welcome to bounty hunt this is the hard-hitting analysis you get is now uh eric, ear cones make sense and now eric's gonna pull out his load and great storm funko that totally exists for comparison rude you know what rude You're the only Frankly, one that has we, we one, welcome eric. you onto our show and then you All just right. throw me in here okay so here is a here is an article on starwars.com oh on twilight ear cones yes yes there's, a, there's an article on starwars.com from june 13th 2016 and it has a screenshot you know what let me just flip over to the screenshot yeah let's just look at this. that all right here is the article on starwars.com okay. all right june 13th 2016 you know we have the clone wars uh we have a screenshot from clone wars right um and number the third point down here it says ears are for men only okay, that's a weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes okay wow okay. ever wonder what harrison doula's got going on under those flight goggles all right that sounds a little sketchy this is strange wording yeah, yeah. it is yeah. well i can assure you that as a twilight female she doesn't have ears not ears as we know them anyway women have cone-shaped hearing organs that are often chose to cover with some sort of head wrap twilights in the films like ala secura and ula had cones made from foam rubbers so their mouths are oh. not unlike real earlobes the male twilights have slightly elfin ears but are mm -hmm. mostly just like you and i assuming you're human look at all these all these pictures of twilights with the and what's that yeah there you go Oh, yeah. Go back Here's up to the top, and then show Ula. the, the, the Jedi. Leku as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. The Leku are all interesting as well. There's different type of Leku, and all right, and what's the what's the what's that character's name from the Mandalorian? Um, uh, uh, oh, Sheen. 
Is it Sheehan? All right, let me just look for this. Let's, I, want, I want to find this really quick. Is this real? Does she actually have? Yeah. All right, all right. This is not, so. Now you get to see what Corey actually does during all these shows. Just Google stuff that we're talking about. That's right. Okay, well, her ears are, like, covered. Are they covered like this? The whole yeah, lot? they're covered. Interesting. I think it was just that you. it's clearly she does not have cones. Because Doesn't you wouldn't be able to have something that hugs the face maybe. that tightly maybe mm. uh, well it does it does say in this star wars episode and this uh it says right here they covered them up though they cover them yeah. yeah okay all right maybe it's not a uh it's not a plot hole guys it's i'm uh... sorry i brought this up <laughs> my god <laughs> anyway so, so there's your so, there's uh, your twilight anatomy all right deep dives into stupid obscure stuff like twilight ears so that's <laughs> just, twilight like, ears. Oh, have y'all seen that man that was me <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that did come up. In fact, when uh, you brought this up earlier, Wes, that we're like, wow, Hera looks older. But no, that was her mom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. when when that first happened on screen, my wife actually said like, no, that can't be. Look at her ears. That can't be Hera. Her ears look weird. And I'm like, no, that's how I mean, we had this conversation. <laughs> that's how that's Twilight like, ears look. The fantastic. Women. It was funny. So but also, yeah, is this the first I, time I we've seen Hera's mom? Uh, sure. Maybe. I, I also so. thought that it was Hera initially. And I, I was mean, like, this is weird. Her animation style yeah. doesn't look right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know the story behind behind her mom either. If she's passed away whenever we were watching. I, I would assume like, in she, the I believe area. she passes, yeah. 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 Listen, so, I thought I thought for sure that the, that that crosshair was gonna hit mom instead me of too. me. Hey too. man, there's a part two. Who's you know, I uh, uh, yeah. what puts what what sets Cham <laughs> over the edge against the Empire? Save your Nothing like a yeah. yeah, I think but that might yes, definitely to happen. An to answer your question, it was awesome seeing this and was again, getting their story. And honestly, it was all very believable. And mm -hmm. like, I thought the story was really good. Like, like that's um, what, what's uh, oh, crap? What is dad's name again? Uh, Cham. Cham. I always want to call him like Cam for some reason. Cham. Cham. Yeah. Cam Sindua like desperately wants peace and like it looks yeah. like he's really grasping at straws. Like, I mean, do you, do you guys find that it was believable? Because like. Like mm -hmm. his character in Clone Wars was very much like, you know, by the people for the people of of you know their home planet and stuff. So like, I love. Yeah, yeah, I think a very yeah. interesting comparison would to see be to see oh, see him and um, saw Guerrero meet up because like, yeah. I think I feel like they start in similar places and diverge greatly over times from the mm -hmm. Clone Wars. It's like they're both like guerrilla fighters fighting for their their place occupied. And, you know, Sagrera goes a little bit more extreme and Cham is, I mean, Cham's still like relatively hardcore, but he's definitely mm -hmm. try, trying to make peace out of uh, the war at the end. Yeah, because yeah. I think Cham is also like he for the people of Ryloth, he saw them sacrifice themselves and then the clones were the good guys and then <laughs> the clones won. So I think he's like, come on, can we just stop, please? Because my people are dying, whereas mm -hmm. Saw is more like. You can kill thousands of us, but the cause will never die. Listen, like, I, you know? <laughs> I want that TV show of like like young ish, uh, young ish Saw Gerrera in his early days against the fight of the like fight fighting the Empire, where he like becomes a borderline terrorist. Like mm -hmm. I want that super dark Star Wars shows. It needs to be called something like like saboteurs. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And it's just like it's just like and his little, and his little crew saboteurs. like yes, yeah, so they're just like killing everybody. Just crazy. Like there's that scene in uh what, what book was that? It, it was Rebel Rising, I think. Rebel Rising. They, it's like, brutal. Yes, oh the, my god. The, the no Russian. 
Yeah, basically. The no Russian scene, like you remember from Call of Duty, that famous level where you like yep. you have to shoot up the airport and the guy says yep. no Russian. That's basically what happens in Star Wars. Like, so they go to exactly a party and like about. they just like machine gun this entire freaking party. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> That's what so they're that, talking about in Rogue One, where they're like, Sagria, you kind of went off the deep end. It's kind of a problem for the rebellion. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> killing of the people, murdering people, man. So is and, is Gobi Glee? That's yeah. Is that Cham's brother? I I think the, so, or like a friend because he's uncle to Hera. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like it's, it's, it's either it's blood very, or like. No, I think it's I think it's, like I think it's mom. Kind of I think thing. it's mom's brother because it says uncle. Yeah, him uncle the whole yeah. time. But I think it's mom's. But I don't think it's Cham because he but says wait. he says he says to Cham like we've been friends for a long yeah, time. And I'm like you would say your brother. That makes yeah. sense. That makes Everybody, sense. You would have listened. That's little kind punk of mean bitch, to say bro. to your brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, we're friends. Like we're family. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, and I like I like Gobi and Hera's relationship too because I mean it's funny <clears> seeing knowing Hera as the pilot. We do. We're like, oh, she's clearly just flown for forever, and seeing that, yeah. oh no, she's not allowed to fly yet. I'm like, oh, right. Like, of course. She didn't learn that in the Clone Wars because there was war all the time. Yeah. So I liked that little bit. I really loved her and Omega's little part. Like, I thought that was nicely done. Like, I thought Omega was also smart about it. She's like, Hunter, is she allowed in here? Can I mm -hmm. can I bring her in? And he's like, yeah, no, no, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is what this does. You get to fly. No, but this is my room. Like, it was very much like a 12-year-old yeah, meeting her first friend at summer camp. Yeah. Like, Nera, Look at Nera planted that <laughs> planted that seed in uh in Omega's head of of uh flying being a, a feeling and not just yeah. learning a bunch of specs yep. and that'll that'll come back it it I know, and, and i, I loved i love that bad batch was like uh what what's a feeling what are emotions <laughs> i don't think those make sense uh so on speaking of actually a lot of feelings let's transfer to another new character we met uh captain hauser this clone, I thought this. Mm -hmm. So this guy, um, for those of you that may have forgotten a little bit, uh, he was the clone captain that was essentially like the mouthpiece of Rampart. Here, he was the the Empire's kind of poster boy on Ryloth. He was giving out orders, and we kind of saw him have some moral issues. Like he was mm -hmm. again, he's been activated, Order sixty six, we assume, and he was having a little bit of back and forth so i i really really loved this character yeah, and we saw too. him for like seven minutes like what's what's he about yeah a really he big has... fan of the of the shade of blue on his armor yeah. <laughs> very aesthetically appealing his great yes. hair products first of all oh my yeah, god impeccable hair <laughs> yes it looks great yeah i was a big big fan man he was awesome and yeah like the first conflicted clone we've seen like mm -hmm. Oh, is this going to be a recurring theme? Are there more clones? Like, you know, we got we have got Rex and and who else? Wolf and Wolf and Gregor. Gregor. And Gregor all yeah, all in uh, all in Rebels, right? So yeah, are yeah, there maybe, more of them? Like maybe I guess some of them have to be. Maybe some of them grow consciences like tumors. There's like, oh my god, we have to yeah. get that removed from you, or you're not going to be normal. Well, yeah. and also Order sixty six, as we know, like was the only order was you know kill the Jedi, right? Mm -hmm. That's the that's what the chip mm -hmm. did, and then it's like, well, how much deeper did it get? Did was there another order that was kill civilians, or once you get it done, then is it kind of just slowly you know letting letting loose a little bit? Like not all of them are getting shocked like Crosshair, so yeah. I think Hauser does present an interesting idea. Like, are we going to see, like you're saying, Corey, more clones down the way that join up with the rebels? Are more clones going to retire and kind of 
leave like we weren't there like homes for retired clones wasn't that a thing in some <laughs> book somewhere where they talked about that yeah i that sounds like some legends thing yeah I, yeah I, I, I don't <laughs> it know. for sure sounds like a legends thing. there oh, was the closed retirement Gary? community book <laughs> <laughs> not legitimately that but i do think there was some there were some like programs or something in legends that helped like okay that's stuff. right because boba fett got like involved in it somehow in uh in in like the legacy series in the va right of the clone army (laughs) yeah yeah i of course i'm excited to see next week to see kind of what hauser does when he's like does he kind of is he tasked with finding Hera? is because he was at the end of this episode right like the girl couldn't have gone far Mm -hmm. i think that he's going to be a big reason maybe why she goes so i I really love seeing (laughs) that but on the other end of the coin, I was really kind of shocked at how brutal Rampart got because he's been pretty chill this season so far, and this was his yeah. episode, man. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's talk about uh. Let's something else I kind of want to talk about is I I do wonder if if um. Give me one second. If Captain Captain Hauser's presence in general is like, like, does this have implications for, like, the clones in general because. You know the the whole point of the inhibitor chip is mm-hmm. to make them follow Order sixty six. I think, right. right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but like we're like beyond Order sixty six now, right? Like this is yeah, this like is just loyalty to the Empire. And, mm-hmm. and like, does the inhibitor chip have something else? Does it make you like crazy loyal? Like, how exactly does it work? Like, I mean, it was sort of implied yeah. early on that like, you know, there was that scene where they were all like cheering for the emperor or whatever. And right. So I, I don't know what, what does the inheritor chip do? Like, do they have to follow orders now? Or like, can you be I mean, sort of Corey, good soldiers follow orders. I mean, that is right? what they say. So. I mean, that, <laughs> I think there's an interesting point about that to be like, can they program the, a bunch or is or 66 just like the little extra whereas the inhibitor chip does have a base level of compliance like yeah how does it work i know west jacob what do you guys think yeah i don't know yeah it's i mean there's definitely been a shift i i think you know above all else they have loyalty to the republic and now the empire regardless of the chip but yeah i think it definitely seems like things have been turned up to 11 since they got activated you know maybe it's just like that's yeah. the swift that's the switch that gets flipped they do order 66 and now they're just super you know they're basically droids at this point they're they're right. more <clears throat> just you know another number rather i mean all their colors gone all their names seem to be gone for the most mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. so yeah it's just the individuality has been stripped and now they're just <clears throat> units yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like their the emotions aren't don't play into the play into any other decision making now now it's just the following the empire is their emotion which yeah is yeah well, and uh, being yeah. nasty puts in the chat a great point to what you just said, Jacob, that, you know, the Empire lets, quote unquote, Hauser have colored armor and and, and Rampart yeah. calls him by yeah. his name as opposed to his number, That's which also true. seems a bit, you know, this is still in the transition yeah. that Hauser is not conforming to the armor. He's still wearing his stuff. He's still using his nickname. So and then Blind Fates says he, you know, he has a connection with Cham. You know, yeah. like, is did he fight alongside all the Ryloth Freedom Fighters? Mm-hmm. And is that, you know, like with Rex and Ahsoka, is that kind of just creeping in a little bit? Like, did he watch Hera? Did he catch her in a bunch of things as a child? And now it's like, go kill this child that you've known yeah. your whole life, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Now, I don't know. Now that this... I think about it. Or go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Yeah, I was like, now that I think about it, I wonder if, like, he was, I mean, yeah, it very clearly seemed like he had been deployed on Ryloth for a while. I wonder if, like, all the you know the fresh like 
all white armor clones or people that came in with uh rampart and like he's just mm -hmm. the only one that's familiar that's why he still has his color and his individuality because yeah. he's just been on ryloth since the end of the war and yeah. everyone else is just coming in to like reinforce this new mining operation and help mm -hmm. out with right what rampart's doing yeah, yeah he, really he like he like hasn't been given his new uniform yet like because the rampart's right, not been right. there that long right so yeah i don't know it's it's certainly interesting to see like i love the transition i'm 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 very interested to see this transition happen mm -hmm. like clones to empire so i don't know man i like his character a lot and uh i'm excited to to see what's going to happen with with him i think it's going to have implications for the clones in general which is awesome yeah because i think at the end of the episode with the uh is it, which is confirmed attempted assassination of of senator ta he's he is still alive he got shot in the leku um yeah. like he's gonna be messed up but a lot of people were like this invalidates yeah. lord of the sith it does not uh, Ram he's rampart, alive. rampart does say attempted assassination too yes has, yeah right he he, so he's not gonna be <laughs> Like again, she's I think a, Rampart's a, bit a good a, tactician. It's a bit of a bold move too, because like he's clearly still alive. I mean, he could testify mm -hmm. against the Empire, right? So yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But I think he's like, oh, he's such a coward. Free yeah, toss sure. sucks. He's like, for dude, sure. I will shoot you in the head again if you don't if you say something. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, did, did any of us watch this episode when he got shot? You weren't. I mean, like, God, oh, good, huh? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a get, Pong Krell moment like, where it's like, yeah, yeah! exactly. <laughs> Exactly, it's the worst, yeah. man. But I think it'll be interesting next next week with this with this assumed part two to see kind of how Hauser reacts. Like he has now seen like Rampart and Crosshair kind of do a little bit of a kind of assassination attempt on Frita. They're framing people he knew as friends. Like he's really seeing the Empire as the Empire now that is no longer the Republic in any way. And I'm in, I'm really excited to see kind of. Does he team up with Bad Batch? Does he call them back? And does Bad Batch come and like get Hera and Hauser off planet? I don't know. It'll be it. It sets up something very exciting, I think. Um, but one other thing I want to bring up, which we bring up every week, but I can't not. Y'all, this was such a pretty episode, especially yeah. on that moon. Are you kidding me? The purples yeah. and like the planetary colors of everything, and like the visuals of the clouds as they're flying through were just drop dead incredible yeah and, yeah i really loved the lighting while they were in the ship with omega and uh hera it was also beautiful yeah. just like with their faces half lit i feel like the show can be like a little bit too uh like dark just from a lighting perspective sometimes mm -hmm. sure but just like that mm -hmm. that more selective use the, the like you're getting little hints of the light coming through the ship that was beautiful and we say it like every week this is it's like they're on a on a new video game engine, like the yeah. brand new one. Yeah, they got, they got Unreal 5 or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like they're, they're able to make, scene. for sure, they're able to make all these different angles that we've never seen before and then yeah. add all those effects in there. And it's just, it's like you're being immersed in, in, in a movie pretty much. Yeah. Like they have that kind of budget and it's great. Yeah. 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 I, I really big fan. I mean, I can't, I can't, we can't harbor that enough. Like it's such a really good animation style. And I don't know if we, if we think that just because we grew up with Clone Wars, like we've seen how that show has changed. <laughs> and or... we're like, this is good. This is good. And now we're like, oh my God, this yeah, is exactly. incredible. <laughs> it's relative, right? So, I mean, it could be that, but you know, something else like kind of related to the visuals, they were on, uh, what are they, those creatures they rode in Mandalorian? Oh, the Blurgs. The Blurgs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Blurgs. yeah, they made, a, uh, the they made an appearance this episode. That was cool. They're so dumb. 
I know. I love them. They're just like, they have no necks. In most impractical vehicles ever. Yeah. <laughs> They're so wonderful. They have short, stubby little legs. Like, how is that useful to, like, jump across canyons and stuff? Like, come mm-hmm. on. Oh, man. Twitch muscle fibers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Steven in the chat uh, puts a great point. And, Corey, I think this would be the Saw Guerrero show you actually want. Uh, making the galaxy better one less crony senator at a time. A series of Saw Guerrero just assassinating the entire Senate. Just yeah. top to bottom, clearing them out. I like it. Would have been amazing. Uh, so next week, so we we usually don't we don't usually do this, right? And then after we talk about this, Corey, you have one update that we want to tell people about on the website. Uh, mm-hmm. But next week is officially called Rescue on Ryloth. So mm-hmm. um, do we think that I assume it's going to be a much more Bad Batch-centric episode than this one was. Do you think the Bad Batch are going to get Hera out of the planet? Do you think that we're going to have maybe reclaiming Ryloth a little bit, like maybe either taking out Rampart or kind of giving Cham more power? Like, what do we think's going on here? Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm afraid of yeah. making too big predictions. I don't know how much... So... um What's the Sith book? What's it called? Uh, Lord of the Sith. Lords of the Sith. All right. Yes. Is it is Lords of the Sith? You know, I just did. I worked on our our publishing order page on the timeline over the mm-hmm. over the, the other night on night shift, and we were sort of organizing into. Yeah, this there you guy. go. Eric's Eric's holding it up. We're sort of organizing our our publishing order timeline, and we we sort of we broke down like the, like the sort of periods of publishing and Lords of the Sith is in the period of Canon publishing that I called early Canon. Right. And you know, the first maybe two years of early Canon is in sort of the danger retcon territory. <laughs> danger retcon territory. It is because all of those yeah. books that were released like in 2014, 2015, um, especially the books in 2014, which I'm pretty sure this one was released in 2014. Those books were all like began plan and like basically done during like before Disney decided that what they were going to do with legends Canon. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, that would have been a legends book. It was like this close to being a legends book. Yeah. Right? It was really so, early. And then, and then they're like, yeah, Oh, we're going to get Canon. We'll bring in champs. It's a lot of champs and doula in that. It book. is. It is a lot of champs and doula. So like, you know, I'm not, you know, we talk a lot on the show, like what is canon and that sort of thing about like, like, does it matter that they overwrite some of that stuff? I mean, like I, I would, I would be a little taken aback if they like did something crazy, like, I don't know, killed off a major character or something like that. That's, yeah. That's yeah. In yeah. That book or something like that. But like, no, I don't think that'll happen as far as, as far as the, what happens in that book of, of like Cham against the empire. I think it could set that up nicely. Maybe mm-hmm. like, I kind of hope that that's what happens. And yeah, he sort of reestablishes a freedom fighter against the empire. Like, you know, something like yeah. that, I suppose. I wonder if we will find out what the hell the empire is doing on Ryloth. Like, well, they, yeah. so- they were mining right. dunium, which, uh, if you remember back the uh, the early Thrawn books, that was what they used to build the Death Star. That's so, right. That's right. So that's super. They that they will need that. That will have to stay yeah. <laughs> because they need to. <laughs> I think that, I like. Did they say that in the episode that they were mining yep. dunium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. they, yeah, when they got the when the, uh, Herod's parents got the tour of the facility, that's what they <laughs> were talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, being nasty thing, and Wes, you agree there in the chat. That uh, probably Captain Hauser is the reason Hera gets away. 
I like that idea. I like mm, the fact. Ooh, is he gonna sacrifice himself? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, or or maybe yeah. go away with her. Sacrifice himself, you know, just like shoes her out the back door, you know. Because well, I think Cham every episode. <laughs> I think Cham has to stay. I think Cham yeah. has to be like, you know, yeah. I'm gonna stay here for Ryloth, and that maybe this is the big split between Hera and Cham that we see in Rebels, <clears throat> is that he stays to fight the Empire on Ryloth instead of following his family. Yeah. And Hera. So I think maybe, that could maybe be a maybe that's gonna be moment. the. Maybe mom is going to be like, listen, we have to get off planet. And Cham is like, no, we have to stay and fight. And then they, they split up and she dies. That's going to be what happens. I think that's I likely. I would, I would love mom Corey? not to die. I, yeah, I, would, well, I yeah. would also but like maybe. mom not to die, but, you know, I, we'll see. I think, yeah, I think mom, unfortunately, probably is going to die. But I don't know if I see her wanting to run away because she's the one this episode that was more like, okay, look, we got to spy on the Empire. That's and true. Cham's the one that wanted yeah. to stop. So, yeah, I think there's so many happens, possibilities. Yeah, Cham probably gets driven underground by the Empire. Hera probably leaves. I don't, you know, I don't know where she would go. Um, yeah. Like I was thinking, maybe Rex. Uh, that's, I mean, it's someone yeah, we've seen so far, question. and that maybe yeah. is how she kind of gets ushered into the. Well, she's the uh, in Rebels. I don't but, think she's ever met him. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't that's know. tough. But Crosshair is going to kill a lot of innocent people. That's my hot take. <laughs> I think a lot of yeah. he, boy has an itchy tr trigger finger. He wants to murder some people with something fierce. One thing, um, one thing yeah. I noticed in this episode was, is Hera had a specific theme, like an audio theme. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, was the, yep. it's the variation on Leia's theme, right? Yeah, it was. It sounded a lot close. like oh, it. Oh, yeah. it twisted very my close. heart so it bad. Did. It was. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to go back to Rebels and see if that ever played when she was like solely think, on screen or something. Not in my memory, I, at it, least. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't ring a bell. That's why I wanted to check. It was a great still. idea. Yeah, it was, it was a great like, idea. It, that specific theme came up like three or four times just with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the Leia variation. Anytime they bring up that Leia variation now, or since Carrie Fisher's passing, they don't do it a lot. But when they do it, it's very specific, and oh, mm -hmm. it works beautifully. Um, yep. Big fan. Now, speaking of things that work beautifully, segue. Uh, Corey, tell our glorious <laughs> viewers and listeners uh, what they can use on the Utini site now to help them out with yeah. Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah. So we've been uh, making a couple of smaller changes to the timeline and stuff lately. Um, Trevor messaged me this morning and said that he recently added all the Bad Batch episodes to the timeline. So I can uh, here pull it up real quick for us. Do it. Yep. So I'm on the I'm on the canon timeline in the Reign of the Empire era. Obviously, that's like right after Revenge of the Sith is kind of what like kicks off this era. And if you scroll down, we have season seven and the end of season seven of Clone Wars, which is really cool, by the way, that we have these first couple episodes or the last couple episodes of season seven technically falls into this era, which is cool. Then we have the beginning of Bad Batch, right? So all the Bad Batch episodes have been added to the timelines. So you can kind of see where things are at in relation to the books and comics and that sort of stuff. And, you know, like everything is going to kind of take place before Ahsoka is like the big thing that the big book mm -hmm. that's going to come up. So check that out. Um, it's on the site on the, on the, on the Utini timeline on the Canon timeline, right in the empire era. Um, play around with that and see what, uh, see kind of where these fall. So excited to get bad batch added to the timeline. We've been meaning to do this for a yeah. while and finally gotten around to it. So it looks good. So appreciate so it. Trevor. Thanks for doing that, man. Yeah, you're the man. Uh, super excited. Again, as a reminder, everyone, we got five episodes left. This is a, a super long season, uh, I guess, compared to what we've been getting. So mm -hmm. I'm very excited. Next week is Rescue on Ryloth. And then I'm just going to – I'll say the next two uh, episode titles. If you don't want to hear these, there's, not, there's no real spoilers in them. We have no idea what they're about, but just a warning here. Uh, it's going to be Rescue on Ryloth next week and then Infested which is going to be gr gross. I'm just going to say it already. Um, <laughs> infested? And then, what infested. the hell does that mean? I don't know. Maybe, 
maybe buggy and then uh war mantle is the next one so the and then we have the last two we don't know yet so i this season has just been going up and up and up and up and up as far as intensity goes i'm sure that it's going to end on a super bang and we will be here for it um now before we get out of here i'm going to give you all a little preview of our living force episode tomorrow night uh we are going to be talking about star wars toys which is going to be a blast. Uh, Corey will not be joining us for that one. We'll miss you, buddy. But uh, me and Charles and Wes and our good friend Timothy are going to be talking about uh, a little bit of history of Star Wars toys, some of our favorites. We'll be showing some stuff off on the show. So be sure to come and hang out with us as we do that. And we talk about the new reveal of the Ronin cover and, of course, the New York Times news about the High Republic. So with that, uh, before I do my little outro... Jacob, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks yeah, for, uh, thanks for filling on this bounty hunt tonight or this morning. I, I'm gonna take a nap, man. This is too <laughs> early for me. Um, we were sure to have you back on the show again, and of course, everyone, make sure to check out Jacob on the Cosmic Force every Wednesday. Jacob, do you know what you guys are? You guys were off last week, correct? Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no. Yeah. This week we will be doing a roundtable on the Lando miniseries. So check that out. It's another great uh, Charles Soule book. So. You guy know, can't write a comic to, to save it. his life, but you know. No, no, it's unfortunate, really. <laughs> awesome. Well, that we is will so see... hard sarcasm, just in case that wasn't hard good. sarcasm. <laughs> so we will see you tomorrow. Jacob will see you all on Wednesday, and we will see you next week because that, my friends, will do it for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Now keep your eyes out for that next hunt when we will be diving into episode twelve of The Bad Batch. Special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Olivia Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support of this show and this network. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the Bad Batch in our Discord community at uteen.com slash Discord. Be sure to use those spoiler tags. Y'all been doing a great job, but be sure to use those brackets if you don't get spoiled. And be sure to follow the main show on Twitter at LivingForcePod and all of us individually for our latest thoughts about all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStormWarsMD. Jacob is at Jacob Boosh. Bausch. There's two H's. And Wes is at Boss Wes. And Charles, when he's here, is at C. Hankel. Until next time, bye-bye. You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.